0: Good morning. It's Pastor Chris with Soul Revival. It's a good early morning here at Soul Revival. And here is our New Beginnings podcast this morning. Got a very busy day today. Starts out uh, with an eight o'clock meeting. So I had to get up early. So I apologize if your people that I notify by text uh, are waking quite early this morning. Every morning that I get up and I'll wake, the first thing I do is sit on the side of my bed and I thank God for another day to serve Him. And I always repeat Psalms 118 24. And it says that this is the day that the Lord has made. I will be glad and rejoice in it. And I thank Him for that every morning, another day to start over, and another day to do what God's called me to do. If you watched Friday night service, you heard me. As I said, there's six things we need to do and have for the Holy Spirit. We need to believe, we need to trust, and we need to have faith. But we also need to love like God loves. We need to serve like Jesus served, and we need to have compassion and we need to comfort people as the Holy Spirit does. So that's just a little intro. Let's um, let's just go ahead and go into prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, I do thank you for this day, another day to start over, another day for a new beginning. Lord, I thank you for the doors that you're opening for me. Lord, help me to know which ones to go through, and Lord, please give me the will not to pry open the doors that you shut. Lord, it's in Jesus' name I pray, amen. So yeah, I always start the morning off, but this is a day that I have made, or that the Lord has made. I'm quoting this morning out of my Jesus Calling, I'm just going to quote a paragraph because it was... um. It's just so relative to what I was talking about and what I do each morning. And of course, in Jesus calling, Miss Sarah Young writes as if she's Jesus. And she wrote, This is the day that the that I have made, rejoice and be glad in it. But then she says that and this is God speaking to you, not me. Begin the day with open hands of faith, ready to receive all that I am pouring into this brief portion of your life be careful not to complain about anything even the weather since I am the author of your circumstances guys sometimes we get caught up trying to compete in everything around us even church people trying to compete to who can volunteer for the most who can shine the brightest in the church and Impress the pastor, who can show off. um, Don't do that. Just don't do that, because God knows your heart, and He knows the reason you're doing things. He knows if you're doing it just to, 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 you know, show off, just to get favor, whatever. He wants you to have a servant's heart, but He wants you to do it because it makes you feel good to serve, to help others, to have that compassion for others but I have another verse I want to go over with you this morning it's in Philippians it's in chapter 3 and it's verses 13 and 14 and I know it's kind of jumping around this morning but I hope you're getting a little bit out of everything I say he says and this is Paul writing And Paul says, Brother, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on, or I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Jesus Christ. Guys, this is a very important scripture. What Paul's basically saying is nobody gets it right. Nobody gets it right 100% of the time. That's what he means by, brothers, I do not consider myself to have taken hold of it. In other words, I ain't got a hold on this. I'm just as messed up as you are. And I'm I'm working through this just like you are. He said, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind, guys. You've heard me talk about the rearview mirror. Why is it so much smaller than the windshield? Because we're not going that way. Don't go backwards. Don't do it. Don't don't let what you think others might might say about you because of your past discourage you from moving forward. He's straining toward what is ahead, he says. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Paul had a bad past, guys. I've been preaching on it a lot as we go through the book of Acts. And how similar my life was to to Saul and Paul. And you can't worry about your past. You can't worry about what people think about your past. There's some people that are so legalistic, so judgmental. They can't see the miracle of how far God's brought you. They're so hung up on your past. They can't see the miracle that God performed standing right in front of them, talking to them. We can't let those people bring us down. That just, that, that's crazy. I wish I could elaborate more on that. I wish I could tell you more, but it just is what it is. Quit living in the past. Quit worrying about what people are going to say in the past. And as Paul says right here in his writing, press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Quit worrying about these crazy people. People are messed up and people are jacked up and people are going to get it wrong most of the time. But most of all, people don't really know your heart. God said he seeks your heart. That's what he's interested in. If your heart is really to change, to start a new beginning, and to serve him fully, don't worry about what these other people think. This doesn't mean anything. The only thing that means anything is you're pressing on to go home, to be with the Lord for eternity, not people pleasing here on this earth. No, no, no. Please God, not man. Stop trying to work yourself to death in a church to please the pastor and the congregation and for your friends to say, oh, what a good person they are. Oh, they have such a giving heart. When the whole time that morning you woke up and you were going, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I wish I hadn't volunteered for this. I wish I didn't have to go. God knows your heart. You're not going to fool God. Don't do that. If you want to serve God, Serve God because you have an intimate and personal relationship with God and you want to serve him. Serve God because you love how it makes you feel when you lead someone to Christ. Serve God when it's what you know he wants from you and that you're pleasing him. Stop worrying about this man stuff because at the end of the day, you got to remember. God loves you. You're precious to Him. And guess what? God loves you. I love you. There ain't nothing you can do about it. Peace out.